Another five-minute mystery. private lodge high on a mountaintop in the Lake Placid region, Alice Herrick poised nervously with a corsage of orchids pinned to her luxurious fur wrap as her husband, his broad back against the cabin door, whirls a small revolver on his fingertips. You're a fool, Charles. I don't know what you want of me. I'll do anything. Anything you say. There's nothing I want of you now, Alice, but to have you dead. It's money you want, isn't it, Charles? All right. You can have every cent I have. Oh, no, Alice. This is it. You... You haven't got the nerve. You haven't got the nerve to kill me. You'd never even... You've underestimated me for the last time, Alice. And this time, it was fatal. I... I can't believe it. Here, Mr. Herrick, you'd better sit down. Over here by the fire. Thank you. I... I guess I'd better... Where was she, Sheriff, when you found her? Please, I want to know everything. Well, she was sprawled in that chair over there by the desk. The gun had obviously fallen out of her hand onto the floor. How long do you think she'd been dead, Sheriff? The coroner said about 48 hours. Two days. And all that time, Alice was lying here dead. I didn't even know. Yes, the ironic part of it is, we might not have even found her when we did. The skiers who reported it to me had passed your place earlier in the day and had seen your wife sitting there through the window and thought nothing of it. The gun was on the side, away from the house. About dusk, they passed again, and when they saw she hadn't moved, they came up for a closer look. They saw the gun then? No, it wasn't until they noticed the wilted orchid on her dress and the few fallen petals beside her on the floor that they knew it was a woman and that she'd been dead for some time. Oh, ghastly. The thing we've got to find out, Mr. Herrick, is why. Why should your wife decide to take her life? I, I don't know. She often liked to come up here alone, and this time I thought it was no different. You were never worried about your wife being up here alone? Alice was a very independent woman, Sheriff. She wouldn't allow worrying over. Besides, we two were the only ones who had keys, and it was as safe as any place could be. Then you'd say we could rule out the possibility of anyone's having gotten in and killed her. Killed her? But Alice committed suicide. You said so yourself. Well, we don't like to overlook anything. But no one could have known she was up here. Besides, you said the place was locked when you found her. There was no robbery. What would be the motive? Maybe that's the one thing you can tell us, Mr. Herrick. The motive, I mean. Why, I, I don't understand. What are you driving at? Just this, Mr. Herrick. Your wife did not commit suicide. She was murdered, and you're under arrest for that same murder. Why did the sheriff arrest Charles Herrick for murder? What was the clue? In a moment, we'll hear, but first... It is a known fact that men love peppy girls. <laughs> if you are happy and peppy and full of fun, men will take you places. If you are lively, they will invite you to dances and parties. But if you are cross and lifeless and always tired out, <sighs> men won't be interested in you. Men don't like quiet girls. Men go to parties to enjoy themselves. They want girls along who are full of pep. <laughs> For three generations, one woman has told another how to go smiling through the day with Lydia E. Pinkham's vegetable compound. It helps nature tone up the system, thus lessening the discomforts from the functional disorders which women must endure in the three ordeals of life. Number one, turning from girlhood to womanhood. 
number two, preparing for motherhood, and number three, approaching middle age. Make a note now to get a bottle of Pinkham's Compound today from your druggist. Enjoy life as nature intended with Lydia E. Pinkham's Vegetable Compound. (laughs) And now, back to our story. That was a nice, neat little job of stage setting you did, Mr. Herrick, to make your wife look like a suicide. Gun carelessly dropped under her lifeless hands, wilted petals fallen from her orchid corsage. But no one else could have gotten in because the door was locked. And the only other key with you. A perfect suicide. Except for one thing. You shouldn't have been so exacting as to have soon fallen petals from your wife's flowers, Mr. Herrick. Or didn't you know orchids do not shed their petals? afternoon in the sheriff's office at the old city hall building, which also serves as county seat and police headquarters for a group of small northwestern towns. Well, I tell you, Johnny, that air old trout down by the railroad bridge made a fool out of me for the last time. Think he'll take that new fly, huh, sir? Ain't a fish alive could turn down this spotted hackle I tied on last night. Mm-hmm. As soon as the sun gets a little lower in the sky, I'm gonna... Hello. Yes, it's police headquarters. What? Down by the river? I'll tell the sheriff right away. Hey, what's the trouble, Charlie? You look a little peaked there. What's the matter? It's them two city fellas. They was fishing out behind the old Johnson farm. Now one of them's dead. I left Uncle Bill's body just the way I found it, Sheriff. My name is Harold Kendall. His name was Olson. Yeah, it looks like he tripped on the roots at the edge of this steep bank and smashed his head against them rocks down by the water. I can't believe Uncle Bill is really dead. Yeah, well, ain't no use letting the body... Hang there by its feet. Doc Simpson, the coroner, is on his way out here. Now, easy, Charlie. Yep, careful them air roots. Huh? Looks of this blood all over his face and on his shirt, he must have skinned himself up pretty bad. No. All the blood come from this one gash here inside of his head. Ooh. Hey, you say this man was your uncle? Yes, I'm what you might call his favorite nephew. Huh? He was a bachelor. Didn't like most of his relatives. Huh? Where was you when he fell? Across the river, about 50 yards up. You can see the place from here. When I saw Uncle Bill fall... Yeah, you saw him fall. Yes, I, I didn't think it was serious at first. Uncle Bill was such a good fisherman. He was getting ready to cast his line. He walked up to the edge of the bank uh, and... let's see. Well, that had put his back to the sun. Yeah, that's right. Then before he could cast, he, he seemed to stumble and fall forward. After he fell, he just hung there with his feet tangled in the roots and his head against that sharp rock where... Well, he... you were so careful to put it. You're under arrest, Kendall, for murder. How does the sheriff know it was deliberate murder? Do you know the clue? We'll have the answer in a moment, but first... For a better start in life, start drinking cola early. How soon is too soon, you ask? Good question. Experts say, not soon enough. Laboratory tests over the last few years have proven that babies who start drinking soda during that early formative period have a much higher chance of gaining acceptance and fitting in during those awkward preteen and teen years. So, do yourself a favor, do your child a favor, start them on a strict regimen of sodas and other sugary carbonated beverages right now. 
for a lifetime of guaranteed happiness. Soda promotes an active lifestyle, boosts personality, and gives the body essential sugars. This message is brought to you by the Soda Pop Board of America, Chicago, Illinois. solution to our mystery. But I told you exactly what happened. Keep your eye on him, Charlie. You seem awful sure this fella done it, Sheriff. I, I don't see how you But he lied to us twice, Charlie. And the way I figure, he stands to inherit some money from that uncle of his. That is, providing he got away with this here murder, which he didn't. It was easy enough for him to hit his uncle on the head with a rock and then rig his feet in them roots to look like he tripped and fell. Ah, but he made two mistakes. The first was when he told us his uncle was a good fisherman. No good fisherman would walk up to a stream with his back to the sun and his shadow falling on the water he intended to fish in. When he told us his uncle died hanging head down, I knew he was lying. There's blood all over his uncle's face and shirt. And blood don't run uphill any more than that there river does. 